Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, morning. Russell. Good morning, all. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that we are well. We thank you we are healthy. We thank you we are safe. And above all, we thank you that we are in your presence. That you keep on calling us. You do not give up on us. You do not turn us away. And you do not judge us, Father. But you are ever willing to renew your mercy for us every morning, just as your word in Lamentations 3 says. You are ever willing to pour out your grace through the finished works of Jesus for our lives, that the accuser can have no power over us and no place in us. If there is still an opportunity for redemption, Every time we keep falling, there is an opportunity for atonement. There is an opportunity to be lifted up. We thank you, Lord, that through your word and by your spirit, when you make that word real to us, you continue to teach us. Use it as a mirror to show us the areas where we lack, where we fall short, the areas on where we didn't understand. And hence, we're able to be beguiled, to be fooled, into making, to be manipulated into making mistakes. And we thank you, Lord, that as we keep on connecting with your word and your spirit, you reveal all the plans of the enemy to us. You lift us up from a position of being vulnerable, from being victimized, to a position of strength where we can submit to you and then resist the devil until he flees from us. We thank you, Father, that you give us armor for it. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us even unto the end of time. And you will never leave us. And you bid us come and spend time with you in the secret place, to commune with you, to draw and drink from you again, to receive from you new revelation, to receive from you light, to receive direction for this day, for all our challenges that we face today, for all the decisions that we have to make, for the directions that we have to take for all the answers, the questions that are to be answered, Lord. We thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. That which only you can give, no one else can, but no one can take away either. And we share the invite for the same, Lord. We share that peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you, with all those that have turned away from you. We share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap. And remembering all of these, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our creator, the name of our father, the God of hope, the God of peace, the God of patience, the, the ancient of days. The one who is our goodness and our fortress, our high tower our shield and our strength, our deliverer, the one whom we trust, the one to whom we can go and run in times of trouble. He is the one who always completes every good work that he has started in us. He is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one who is the Alpha and the Omega, the author and the finisher of our destiny and our faith. 
So if we haven't yet reached our destination, we are still a work in progress. He's still working on us. And he continues to work to bid. He bids us to continue to connect and read the word, to learn from him, to rise with him. He is the line of Judah. The Lord who is a shield for us, our glory and the lifter up of my head. A wonderful counsellor, the Prince of Peace. The rider on the white horse that leads us in the day of battle. It is he who takes us into the kingdom of the Father. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the father of all spirits to whom every spirit in the universe is subject. He is the seal of the age to come. The scepter of the king of kings. Our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our counsellor, our strengthener. The one who heals our backsliding. The one who has made his tabernacle in our body and gives life to our mortal body lifts us up, quickens us in the spirit. The one who opens up our understanding and who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father from the archives of the Father unto us. He is the one who pours light. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. That you have blessed us with the angels who destiny help us. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we are able to give you permission to step into our circumstance but we're also able to combine our word understanding and our faith so that when we speak your spirit moves to bring creation into existence in that dark void and formless situation you made us co-creators with christ and you seated us with him co-heirs we thank you lord And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will for each of these lives, Lord. And call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. We declare that it shall not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like to reflect on an important part of answered prayer. 
And this is especially important for situations where we face different challenges in our life, where we face spiritual attacks, where you doubt the hand of the devil in it. And the first thing to always remember in such circumstances is never pray alone. There is a very good probability in such cases that there is an altar fighting your progress. So what do you do when praying against altars or patterns that seek to pull you down? And engaging in spiritual warfare. It is not enough to pray by faith and may not be enough to speak scriptures in some instances because your knowledge there may be limited in comparison to what is required to fight this opponent. It may require a higher amount of light which you don't necessarily carry based on the amount or the extent of revelation that you have from the word. In such cases, we must engage covenants. We borrow light. Covenants are the mantles that God has placed on certain lives, on some people. Certain promises that he has made the person. Certain anointings that he has placed on their lives. And so the covenant they carry with God becomes a key to access his power. You don't need to rediscover it. It will take you a long time. You don't need to contend for it. You just need to align with the person carrying it and invoke the covenant that sits with them. For example, the Israelites stood on Abraham's covenant. Until today, God honors his covenant he made to Abraham and his descendants. The important part is we can claim it through faith, being his spiritual descendants. Daniel got answered prayer at night because he opened his window towards Jerusalem and prayed. He stood on Solomon's covenant that Solomon made with God. That is, and where he said, if anyone prays facing towards the temple, that's the time when he offered the thousand sacrifices. And he said, if anyone prays facing towards Jerusalem, then hear them, Lord. Likewise, Elisha stood on Elijah's covenant. Saul stood on Samuel's covenant and even God wouldn't bypass Samuel and anoint David until or without Samuel consenting. Likewise, we also invoke the blood of Jesus, the blood covenant and claim atonement from sins. We can invoke Abraham's covenant through faith as well. But God can make covenants with prayer houses like ours. He can make covenants with individuals too. He can place certain anointings on their lives. So when you need an answer that is contained in their covenant or that can be covered by their covenant, depending on the promise that God made them, all you need to do is align with those. And whatever blessing is covenanted to that group or person, you automatically become a candidate for it when you are in that house or when you are part of that house or when you align with that person and they pray for you. 
when faced with battles, we may not carry all the light that it takes to fight. But when you come to a deliverance minister, there is freedom. When you go to a preacher that carries an anointing for answered prayer, you get answers. When you go to a healing minister, you get healing. Each of these people have their own, have had their own personal dealings with God where God has blessed them. You just need to find these persons and step into or under their umbrella. But of course, in the longer run, you must make it a practice to study the word and grow spiritually as they will not always be there. And the other thing to remember is that these mantles are meant to be passed on. And they will not carry it and take it to the grave. So we must contend like Elisha who strove for Elijah's mantle so that just before he was taken up to heaven, he passed on the anointing that he carried and Elijah, Elisha got a double portion of it. And he received it despite they being the other sons of the prophets who were being schooled by Elijah. Elisha didn't come from a family of prophets and was yet able to contact it. It's important for us to align with covenants in our battle. You cannot fight alone. And you cannot wait all along in some instances until you receive that light through whatever word study and revelation you are receiving. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray you reveal to us in such situations where we reach certain dead ends, where we face challenges in our life that seem bigger than what we are aware of or there seems to be no movement happening in our circumstance. In such situations, Father, I ask you to show us those destiny helpers, the ones that carry your anointings, that carry the covenants that we need to align with. So that when we pray, and when we understand the covenants that you made with our fathers in faith, when we understand or discern the covenants and blessings, the anointings that people are carrying, then we are able to align with those strategically and rearrange our battle position so that we shall stand victorious, so that we shall no longer be oppressed in that area of our life, whether it is our health, whether it is our finances, whether it is relationship challenges, whether it is ministry, whether it is word knowledge and revelation. I ask for that edification in our lives, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are embattled, facing division and separation. Lord, we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, all kinds of addictions, compulsions. 
Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the blood of Jesus. That by your spirit of liberty there is freedom. There is salvation in these lives. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well. Especially those not yet saved. That have not yet seen your light. That continue to live in the world of the flesh. And have no connection whatsoever with your word. Many are part of our own families. We ask for a quickening in their spirits, Lord, this day. That they might be lifted up. That they might be called to you. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> 
in the mighty and all powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you are receiving any message, any scriptures from the Lord or any visions, please feel free to unmute and speak. I seen a vision of a lamp, that too, lamp of mud with oil and the lamp totally lit and unshakable and the words that kept coming to me was keep the faith keep the faith it was a continuous you know words coming to me was keep the faith amen amen thank you jesus this is probably a direct message for someone here today We also have a couple of scriptures that are shared in the chat. The first one is from 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. The second scripture shared is from Psalms 1 verses 1 to 3, quoted from Sorry, from the NIV, where it is written, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, prospers. And the scripture that was put on my heart while we prayed in the spirit is from Romans chapter 4, verse 1 and then verse 11 to 13. Where it is written, I'll read from the King James Version. What shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, has found? 
And verse 11 onwards reads, As he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed to them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's daily reflections, uh, daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teaching sessions, please share links for Zoom and YouTube. All of these sessions are aired live. You can share those with friends and family, invite them to join us. You can also point them to the recordings that are stored on YouTube, on our Facebook page, as well as our Spotify podcast, in case they're not able to make the live sessions. You can share the Telegram group link with them as well, so that they can join the group, share their prayer requests there, so others can pray with and for them. And at the same time, they can pray with others as well, but also grow through the reflections that are posted and all the video links grow in their word knowledge, their understanding and hopefully improve their prayer life as well. Also a reminder about uh, the Bible study session this evening. That session will start at 5.30. So our Rosary and Divine Mercy session will be this afternoon at 3 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And the topic for our Bible study session this evening starts at 5.30. The topic is a time of testing, that is the sixth part in our series where we continue to learn about the wilderness experience and what you could go through when God has called you and will test you. This week we will reflect on the significance of the crossing of the river Jordan in your journey. It's part of that journey. What do we learn from it? Praise and worship will start from 5.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time followed by confession of scriptures, testimonies and then the teaching of the evening approximately starting around 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can refer to our posts on our YouTube page, Facebook page, as well as our Telegram group for different time zones for different parts of the world. So you can join accordingly at the live session. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Russell. Yes. God bless everyone. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone. God bless.